Welcome to episode number 30 on the Ricky Long Podcast. Uh, that's a throwback, isn't it? Uh, that song popped up on the radio when I was driving the other day. And it actually reminded me of my childhood when I used to play football. And for a period of time, when we were all doing the bus run, that was the song whoever was in charge of the music was playing. Bear in mind, being in charge of the music back then was literally a massive CD player, what can only be described as some kind of 1990s boombox with actual CDs in it. Now, most of the listeners on this probably don't even own any CDs. I know I don't own any CDs anymore. Um, I don't even have the facility to play a CD or a DVD player for that matter. I'm standing looking at my TV. Alright, this episode number 30 is again sponsored by Pony for Sport, Northern Ireland's Sports Retailer of the Year 2018. They specialise in fitness equipment, both for home and commercial use, as well as all things that kids would need for PE and physical education in school. That's everything from hockey, rugby, football, swimming, cycling, and everything that comes under that umbrella. Great, great friends of mine, local business, um, similar values to me, and that's why I'm delighted to continue this partnership, sponsorship, ambassadorial role. I don't know what they exactly call it. So into today's episode, this is going to be a bit of a mishmash episode. I'm going to keep this episode short, 15, 20 minutes. I'll explain why in just a second. Folks, I am interrupting my own podcast to let you know about a competition I am running to listeners of the Ricky Long podcast. This competition is to win a 50-point shopping voucher to a store of your choice, provided this store obviously does shopping vouchers, and I can buy it in Tesco's, you know, in the voucher section. Basically, how to enter is you've got to listen to my podcast, and you've got to screenshot and tag on your Instagram story where you are listening to it. Screenshot the podcast and tag where and how you are listening to it. Post it on your Instagram story. Tag me. That's it. Screenshot where you listen to it. Tag me on Instagram stories. And the best one will receive a £50 voucher for a store of your choice, provided I can buy the voucher in my local Tesco's. That's it. Job done. And it's also a series of questions I have taken from my social media recently. 
The reasons why this podcast is going to be slightly shorter than normal and the reason why there hasn't been a podcast in maybe about two weeks is because I have been practicing what I preach, doing my one thing and being productive over busy. Let me explain. I have been in the middle of building some exciting new material and products, including a website and I am putting my Jump 4.2 program online, which means you, as the listener to this podcast, can literally start and stop Jump 4.2 whenever you like. It will be an online course. And that, that has, has been a big goal of mine for a long time. As I speak right now on Wednesday, the 13th of March, all the written content is done. What I need to do next is produce it, a series of video recordings and audio recordings for the website itself and then get my beta testers in to test the platform and iron out all the bugs. I'm hopeful we can get this open and launched in April and there will be a full podcast dedicated to the new website to the Jump 4.2 program. And that isn't all that's going to be on the website. There's going to be plenty of value and content, free content. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to include a couple of blog posts in it. There'll obviously be links to all my, my social platforms as well as my daily emails. By the way, if you're a listener to the podcast, you need to be on my daily emails because they're being step up a notch. You literally get to wake up with me every morning at 5 a.m. How good's that? And if you're listening to this podcast, you might be driving to work with me, you might be cleaning your house with me. I know a few of you like to have baths with me and listen to me in the bath. That's cool. You want to take pictures of that and put it on social, that would be um, probably raise more question marks than anything else. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> right, so we are, I have a list of, so I'll explain the, the, the kind of situation. I have a screen in front of me, half my screen is my recording software, which for anyone who wishes to start a podcast, that is the QuickTime player built into my Apple MacBook. If you have a MacBook, you already have this. So on the right-hand side of the screen, I have QuickTime player recording this audio. On the left-hand side of the screen, I have the notes section from my phone, from my laptop, from my iPad. It obviously all syncs in together. And I have about 15 things on the left-hand side of the screen, which I'm, going to, I'm just gonna go down kind of randomly and chat about and I've got a timer set obviously on the audio recording so I'm going to stop chatting at 15 minutes that is six minutes right now this is putting into practice being productive over busy question number one I put this post this is for the PTs out there I put this post on social media on Tuesday the 12th of March on Instagram it was a previous tweet and it was, nobody cares about your level three qualification. And I was a little bit nervous about putting it up because I thought, you know, I might piss a few people off. I might piss some of my friends who have worked very hard to get their level three. I might piss off a few of my friends who work for level three providers. I might even piss off some level three providers. I might even piss off the, the company that I work for in Les Mills. And I'm pleased to say, if I did piss any of those people off, I didn't really get any negative feedback. I was overwhelmed with the positive feedback I got for this. And the message is, if you're a PT out there, nobody cares about your level three. 
Literally, you can get a level three now within this period of two weeks. You can spend six months doing it. You can spend 500 pounds. You can spend 5,000 pounds to get a level three. It doesn't matter. And the reason why it doesn't matter is because the industry's governing bodies are a load of shit. None of them matter. The only reason why you need to be a member of a governing body is possibly to get a job in a health club that insists on doing this. So the ones that spring to mind are Nuffield and David Lloyds. In order to be a member of staff in those buildings, in those clubs, you need to have a reps association. Therefore, you need your level three. Fine. What I'm saying is your clients do not care about your level three. Your clients do not care that you're a member of reps, of Simspa, of, I heard another one, uh, the governing fitness body. Um, no, they don't care. It's not like being a chartered accountant. It's not like being a registered lawyer. Our industry is not the same as that. It's not what people look for. What people look for is results, experience, humanity, expertise. They want to know what problems you can fix. They want to know how you can fix it. And they want to know what value you can bring to their life. Opening up your sales pitch or your Instagram page or your website and saying, I have studied my level three with XXX Training Academy offers no value to anyone. You're basically just talking to yourself, probably making yourself a little bit proud and maybe even your parents. Doesn't matter. Your clients do not care. Your clients want to know what you can do, how you do it and what value you bring for them to work with you. Right, the next one, again, this was an Instagram post, which then went into a daily email, actually, and it's the sentence, I don't know who said this sentence originally, I haven't written this down, it is, life is 10% what happens, and 90% how you react. Life is 10% what happens, 90% how you react. And the difference between successful people, really successful people, not successful people, is that 90%, how you react. So once that 10% of your life happens, maybe it's something bad, maybe it takes over your day a little bit, how do you react? Do you roll with it? Do you work out outcomes? Do you overcome challenges? Do you share problems? Do you troubleshoot? Or do you crawl into a ball and come a little bit of recluse? Turn on Netflix, get some ice cream on the go, and just feel a little bit sorry for yourself. I'm going to give you a great example of what's happened in the last few days. Murphy, our dog, hasn't been well. Yeah. So he's sitting beside me right now as I record this. He's feeling very, very sorry for himself. He's had a little bit of a tummy upset, which has resulted in several planned and unplanned toilet trips. Which what that means for me and Lindsay is we can't go about our normal daily routine. Now fortunately for Lindsay and myself, we have positioned ourselves in work and we're very blessed, we're very fortunate that we can work from our laptops. So 10% of what happened to us is our dog has not been well. So the 90% is what am I going to do? Am I going to stop working? Am I going to stop training and I going to start to feel sorry for myself that I can't get the things I want to do, that I can't serve the clients I want to do? No, you move and you adapt. And how we've both adapted is nothing has stopped in our lives and we've still been able to look after our dog. We've just 
changed a few things in how we react. Let me flip it on to you. What happens when you get that email from your boss that's maybe telling you you're not doing your job well enough? What happens when you get that letter in from the council or the, I've, I've had a, a parking fine recently, so what happens when you get that parking fine in? How do you react? So you can't control what's just happened, it's happened. You've got the bill in the post. Now it's 90% how you react. Do you think I can't afford this or how can I afford this? Do you think it's your fault or someone else's fault? Do you think why always me or do you think how can I avoid this in the future? Successful people are the latter. They think how can I avoid this in the future? Close mindset is why always me? I can't afford this. 90% of how you react. And if you react in a negative way, it's on any situation, any negative thing. So if you cast your mind back, what's happened to you already today or in the last 24 hours that has been negative and beyond your control? How did you react? Because I will bet 90% of your reaction is a reflection on yourself. And once you realize that, you can turn that round and say, okay, this has pissed me off. This has happened because. Why is that? How can I avoid that in the future? It's a reflection on yourself. It's not a reflection on the world. Life is 10% what happens, 90% how you react. And when you can make that 90% as valuable to you as possible, you will start to change your outlook in life. Once you change how you treat the universe, the universe changes how it treats you. That's a brilliant, brilliant mantra to live by. Once you change how you treat other people in the universe, the universe will start to treat you different. Right, okay, so we're going to go on to the next one. I put an Instagram post up. Which again, this is kind of, you know, fitness business. I put this up last week, literally going into my phone right now to find it. Speaking slowly so I can. Yes, here it is. So it is fitness business, five things. So I put this up again on social media. It got a, a lot of likes and attention. Uh, if you want to go and look at this post, it was... I'll probably put it in the show notes six days ago. So that will have been Thursday last week. I don't know, 6th, 7th of March. You can find it. It's got a hashtag on top, fitness business. And I spent two days last week in Edinburgh working with my mastermind group. So let me explain what the mastermind group is. It A mastermind is a group of professionals in a similar industry. You don't necessarily have to do the same thing. Similar industry and you're just trying to help each other's business with one mentor leading the group. So that is me. I am the mentor for my mastermind groups. I am in the second, middle of the second official mastermind group. So the first one ran through 2018. The second one were halfway through in 2019. I am now taking applications for the next mastermind group. So yeah, if that's something that interests you, give us a shout, send us a message, and we can see if we're a right fit for each other. Uh, it's application only rather than, yeah, come on, come and work with me. I only want people who are serious, who are doing good things with their business and are committed to their business, both financially, 
physically, spiritually, and everything else that comes into that. So anyway, back to the post. So we did one day of the mastermind and one day of the online trainer workshop. I became an online personal trainer full-time in 2017, and now I teach people how to do that. Again, I have more workshops planned for later in the year. Just watch my social for that. Get on to my emails, probably the first place you'll see it. Right, so five tips for anyone new coming into the fitness industry. So if you're listening to this and you work in the fitness industry, some of this will be relevant. If you're listening to this and you know someone coming into the fitness industry, again, this will be really relevant. There's not just five tips, by the way. There's probably 25. There's probably 125. These are just the five tips I put out. I'm just going to flesh these out. We're on the 16-minute mark. One, take your coaching seriously. The industry has evolved massively and will continue to do so. You need to be serious about your game to stay current. Apple constantly evolve and change their phones, their MacBooks, their iPads, and all their other products. Excuse me. (coughs) You need to do the same as a fitness professional. You need to see what the industry is doing right now and what the industry is about to do next. Hence why I do podcasts, because I know all industries are about to go heavy into the audio space. I'm here. I'm ready. I'm waiting. Second post to put up. Use a coach or mentor to fast track your results and help you avoid making mistakes. Wow. If I could have action that earlier in my career you know if I could I'm a, I live by the kind of the question what would you tell your 20 year old self self and that is overwhelmingly my internal response get a mentor for everything as soon as I got myself a mentor in Les Mills land my career skyrocketed Hugh Davis by the way if you don't know Hugh Davis, he runs a gym, CrossFit gym in Kirkcaldy, Bird Island, called the Strength Lab. Please go and follow him. But Hugh became my mentor and how my Les Mills career transformed after that, I can only thank Hugh for. I did the same with my fitness business from a harder run as a business point of view. So I went and got myself a business mentor. And he and she, it's actually a, a, a couple run it as their own business, they have transformed how I deliver my business to fitness professionals. I wish I'd have done it when I was 25, 20, 18. I did have mentors, but they were more managers and bosses who were forced to do that mentorship as part of their role rather than making it their whole role because they couldn't because they had other jobs. So I've spoken about Andy before, who was my fitness manager in Fitness First, Boucher Road, runs CrossFit, Reebok CrossFit Northern Ireland. Again, check them out. Um, I owe a lot to him. He probably worked a 40-hour week and dedicated, by the restraints of his job, probably was only able to dedicate an hour, two hours of his week to mentoring his PTs. I'm sure if the rule had allowed, he would have spent a lot more time. But you get what I mean. Get a coach, get a mentor. Three, I'm going to do a podcast on this next topic. Number three, understand tax, understand income and expenses early in your career. Live within your business means and invest regularly in self-development. Your business depends on cash flow. Manage this well as a priority. So many 
PTs get this wrong. So many PTs think, oh, happy days, my client just paid me £200. Let's go out. Let's have a night out. Let's have a few beers. Let's get some food on the way back. And before you know it, you've blown your month's earnings because you haven't managed your cash flow. Biggest tips I give people when it comes to tax is set up yourself as a sole trader. Now, if you're going to go over, if you're if you're a personal trainer, let me clarify this before I start. This is generic tax advice. You should definitely seek one-to-one individual tax advice based on your circumstances. The generic advice I give, unless you're doing over 50, maybe even 60,000 pounds per year, set yourself up as a sole trader with HMRC. You can do that online. Secondly, open a second bank account. This is your business bank account. So by setting up as a sole trader, it means you only have to do one set of books. If you set up as a limited company, you're going to have to do a set of books tax return for your company and a set of books for yourself effectively as an employee, as the CEO, etc., etc. So set yourself up as a sole trader, have a second bank account. That bank account is your business bank account. So all your income goes into that bank account. At the end of each month, that bank account should pay you. So if your business takes in £5,000 for the month, then you give yourself a salary. Let's Just as a nice round figure, let's give yourself a salary of £2,000 per month. So that leaves £3,000 in the bank account every month that pays for your business expenses. That could be the software you use, the phone you use for work, a portion of your electricity and rates and rent if you do some work at home. It could be your rent for the building that you PT out of it. It could be for advertising, whatever. You get what I mean. So that business account pays for your business expenses. And as a second part of that, you always leave. In fact, better yet, have a third account, which is your tax account. So £5,000, you earn £5,000 a month, say for your business, pay yourself £2,000, and then put a fifth of the overall into a tax account. So you get £5,000, £1,000 goes towards tax and national insurance, £2,000 go to you, that leaves £2,000 to pay for your business expenses, so on and so forth. Keep receipts for everything that you buy so as when you come to do your tax return at the end of the year, it's all there. There's two ways to do that. There's the old-fashioned way, which I do. It's get a shoebox, all your receipts, you keep and you put the receipts in that shoebox. You spend an hour, maybe once every quarter, going through the receipts and just marking business or personal, business or personal. Throw out the personal ones unless you need it. Keep the business ones and just clearly mark how much it was, what it was for. That's it. Then at the end of the tax year, you can sort that out. Tax is just going digital, so you can set up an account with QuickBooks. If you want to know more about QuickBooks, message me. I've just started doing QuickBooks myself for my business and my clients, and this does it all online. So QuickBooks is an app on your phone. It costs about five, six pounds a month, and it that is also tax deductible, by the way, and and it does your tax books for you. So every it links to your bank account. So every purchase you make with your account automatically goes through your QuickBooks. And then you can take a picture with your phone of the receipt and it gets stored on QuickBooks. Very, very simple, fast, efficient system to use. 
get on it. At the end of the financial year, your QuickBooks basically does your tax submission for you or rather the form for you. You download that form, you take that form, go into HMRC, submit it, job done. But do please get that checked out by an official accountant who can clarify exactly what you can and can't claim for. And just, just keep you right, keep you legal. Uh, the fourth point of that, that went on a bit. <laughs> I'm on 24 minutes. God, I can talk. Right, this, this one's classic. This is what I've been practicing. So I started at the start of this email. Email? This is an email. This is a podcast. Hmm. Interesting. So I told you about the one thing. Gary Keller talks about the one thing. What is the one thing you can do every day that gets you towards your goals? I know I've spoken about that before in podcasts. I then went on to talk about being busy and being productive. I love this quote. How do you eat an elephant? The answer is you eat an elephant one thing at a time. You can't do everything at once. You must do things one chunk at a time. Elephants are fucking massive. You cannot eat an elephant in one go. You eat an elephant one bite at a time. I'm building a website right now. I can't do the website, the landing pages, the pipelines, the email automations, the graphic design, the products, the building the products. I can't do that all at the same time on the same day. It's one bite at a time. The compounding effect of that is every single bite I take, I'm one step closer to the end of my goal. So look at your goals. What's the one bite at a time? If you're looking at your elephant, where would you start? And that's all you have to do. Look at your goals, one bite at a time. In elephant, one bite at a time, you can't do everything. You can't be a PT training, bodybuilders, fat loss, pre-postnatal, run boot camps, do public speaking, build a website, edit 30 minute videos for YouTube, post daily on Instagram, attend seminars, create seminars, have coffee mornings, manage a face group. The list goes on. Pick one thing daily that gets you closer to your goals. Eat the elephant one bite at a time. My one thing right now in life is all based around the website and the products on it. That's why this podcast has been on the back burner for two weeks. I've had to do one thing at a time. Yesterday, I locked myself in a hotel. I spent eight hours on my website. I had to identify that time and block that time off for me to get that done. That is my one thing at a time. That is my one bite of the elephant. Today, I have a similar kind of day I'm going to spend another few hours in front of my laptop however I've known I couldn't start that straight away so I've identified sweet spots in my working life and I thought right I need to get a podcast done I need to get the creative juices flowing before I sit down and go into that concentration space that's why I'm here that's why you're listening to me right now doing whatever you're doing let me know if you're in the bath PT tip number five Stand out. Be different. Stand out. Work hard. Work smart. Stand out from the crowd. That can be what you're wearing. That can be how you talk to your clients. That can be how you use social media. Be how you conduct yourself around the gym, services you offer, where you stand, where you sit, what you eat, what you drink. Yeah, if I walk into a gym, I look at the PTs. Who stands out? 
or are they all kind of doing the same thing? You ever seen me teach a Les Mills class? Why do I stand out? Look at me straight away. You'll know why I stand out. I do something with my feet, my trainers. Trainers are always a different color because all group fitness instructors look pretty much the same, especially in Les Mills. We all have, especially for the fellas, we all have the black shorts on and probably a dark colored top, vest or t-shirt. We all look very, very similar. A lot of people wear dark trainers. I don't. My trainers are always white or yellow. That's my thing. That's how I stand out. And yeah, then I'll teach classes and I'll do other things to stand out as well. <laughs> the point is, what can you do in your gym to stand out? Stand out. Do handstand walks up and down the gym. Be the loudest laugh in the place. Be the PT that is productive, that gets results, that talks to their clients. Or in fact, better yet, don't talk to your clients. Listen to your clients. Stand out from the crowd. 30-minute episode, one of the shorter episodes on the Ricky Long Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Please, please, please let me know what you think around this podcast. Reminder, we are sponsored by Podium for Sport. You can find them on social media. Just go at Podium for Sport on any of the platforms you will find them. Northern Ireland's 2018 Sports Retailers of the Year. You've heard it a million times before. Specialize in fitness and commercial equipment. If you don't believe me, if you don't believe me, go and check their social media pages. Their banter is absolutely fantastic and when you check their social media pages give them a double tap maybe tag my name on it so they know what's come through me that severely severely that really helps me out severely helps me out that really helps me out for someone who lives their life and depends a lot on social media any support you give me on social media is always appreciated thank you very much for listening to episode number 30 of the ricky long podcast i'll catch you later